Good morning, and welcome to Simply Startups. It's Friday, February 2nd. On today's show, Vienna-based Proofcheck secures 500 Kiro pre-seed funding to support corporate editorial departments, while the Medical Research Future Fund invests $3.25 million in four digital health startups. Plus, startups advocate for streamlined U.S. regulations for emerging space capabilities. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Startups. We start off with a story about Vienna-based AI startup Proofcheck, which is making waves in the content quality assurance sector. The startup recently raised 500 euro in a pre-seed funding round led by the German-Swiss 5502 Fund of Backbone Ventures. The funds will be used to accelerate the development of its AI-powered platform and expand its functionality. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Startups. So Celeste, can you tell us more about Proofcheck and its plans for the funding? Certainly, David. Proofcheck was founded in Vienna in 2022 by an American couple, Tara Winkowska Merrigan and Alexandra Paris. They've developed an AI-powered software platform that centralizes content workflows, helping creators prepare and perfect high-stakes content, like books, white papers, and corporate reports. With the new funding, they plan to expand the functionality of their platform to service the entire corporate content creation lifecycle, including the editing and design phases. They're also looking to grow their customer base in the publishing sector, a $132 billion global market. Interesting. And how does Proofcheck's platform work? Proofcheck's platform uses AI to streamline content workflows and maintain an audit trail of work. It consolidates and automates tedious tasks, resulting in significant efficiency gains and time savings. The platform currently brings visually aware, pixel-perfect AI proofing to designed PDFs, which are widely used for the mass distribution of professional content. It's already being used by about a dozen book publishers in North America and Europe. What sets Proofcheck apart from other LLM startups? Unlike other LLM startups, Proofcheck doesn't use common general-purpose transformer models like ChatGPT. Instead, it uses an ensemble of custom-trained open-source models and proprietary algorithms to deliver high-fidelity results while keeping customer IP secure. It also relies on its own AI document parser to quickly identify designed content's constituent parts like body text, titles, and footnotes. How has the market responded to Proofcheck's platform so far? The response has been quite positive. Robert Hyde, the managing director of UK-based Galileo Publishers, has praised the software for its speed, accuracy, and cost-saving capabilities. Proofcheck also drew early customers from the hundreds of inbound reach-outs it received following media coverage of the day zero investment it received from Plug and Play, an early investor in Google and Dropbox. That's certainly promising. What do the investors have to say about Proofcheck? The investors are quite optimistic about Proofcheck's future. Philippe Bernay, founding partner at Backbone Ventures, praised the founders for their intelligence, humility, and extensive network within the publishing and AI industry. He also noted that they've crafted an impressive product with very limited resources. Kyle Kosick, an investor and advisor for Proofcheck, also commended the startup for going beyond what any commodity LLM can achieve and offering refined tools for publishers. 
Thanks for joining us, Celeste. Now, let's turn our attention to the Australian Government's Medical Research Future Fund, or MRFF, which has invested a combined $3.25 million in four digital health startups through the commercialization program and Health Plus. The funding is intended to help these companies reach clinical and commercial milestones and gain regulatory and compliance approvals in Australia, the US, and Europe. Joining us now to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about these startups and their projects? Certainly, David. The four startups are Baymatob, Macuject, Neurotologics, and WeGuide. Baymatob has developed a wearable monitor for pregnant women that uses AI to analyze their vital signs for risks of birth complications. Macuject uses AI to analyze macular scans for early detection of preventable vision loss. Neurotologics is pioneering remote assessments of dizziness and vertigo with a portable device called Romy. And WeGuide allows healthcare providers, clinical trial sponsors, and medical research institutes to create bespoke digital health applications securely and more efficiently. Interesting. And how will this funding support these companies? The funding will be used in various ways. Baymatob will use it to finance projects to address deployment challenges and develop a business and payment model for U.S. hospital systems. Macuject will use the funding for regulatory activities for FDA pre-submission in the U.S. and to implement two in-market pilots. Neurotologics will use its funding for regulatory and compliance activities for a TGA submission, implement pilots in Australia, and gather evidence to support future market entry. WeGuide will use the funds to find new customers and develop features that unlock their ability to purchase. What does this investment mean for the Australian digital health sector? This investment is a significant boost for the sector. According to AND Health CEO Bronwyn Legrese, the 19 companies supported by AND Health Plus have raised a combined $150 million, delivered 920 commercial pilots, commenced 69 clinical studies or trials, and undertaken 30 international market launches. She also pointed out that 19% of Australian digital health companies list AI and machine learning as their primary technology. This funding allocation to AI and machine learning focused companies underscores the potential of these technologies in healthcare. And what's the timeline for this funding support? The funding support will roll out over the next 12 months. It's part of AndHealth's ongoing commitment to the commercialization of evidence-based digital health technologies. In 2021, and Health was awarded a $19.75 million from the MRFF to expand the And Health Plus program, with $15 million of non-dilutive investment available to proof-of-concept digital health startups. From significant investments in digital health, as reported by our Simply Startups reporter Bella, we now turn our attention to the cosmos. The United States may risk falling behind in emerging space capabilities if regulations don't keep pace with industry advancements. This was the sentiment expressed by executives at the Spacecom conference. Here with more on this is our correspondent from Simply Startups. Can you tell us more about the concerns raised at the conference? Certainly, David. The CEOs of on-orbit refueling startup Orbit Fab and orbital surveillance venture True Anomaly expressed their concerns during a panel discussion. They acknowledged that federal agencies are making significant efforts to modernize and streamline satellite licensing rules. For instance, 
The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration has reduced the processing time for commercial remote sensing licenses from months to weeks. However, they believe more needs to be done to support emerging space businesses. What specific challenges are these startups facing with the current regulations? Daniel Faber, the CEO of Orbit Fab, mentioned that while they haven't had any negative experiences with regulators for their three test missions so far, they haven't yet attempted a full rendezvous and docking maneuver. He highlighted a scenario where a Swiss company builds a spacecraft in the UK and wants to dock with a US spacecraft. This situation runs into US export restrictions under ITAR, or International Traffic and Arms Regulations. Faber believes that these regulations need to be reviewed to accommodate the evolving nature of space business. What are the potential implications if these regulatory issues are not addressed? Faber warned that U.S. companies could be held back if regulations prevent them from cooperating with the rest of the world. He mentioned that business models for recycling and reuse of equipment in space are emerging, and these need to be enabled or they will happen outside the U.S. Additionally, even Rogers of True Anomaly emphasized the need for a modernized licensing regime to tackle emerging space threats. He suggested that a regime that can quickly license rendezvous and proximity satellites for taking precise high-resolution imagery of orbital objects is crucial for space domain awareness efforts. Are there any steps being taken to address these concerns? Yes, the Federal Communications Commission released a draft notice of proposed rulemaking on January 25th to set up a licensing framework for in-space servicing, assembly, and manufacturing activities. If it passes an FCC vote on February 15th, it will enter a public comment period lasting 45 days after publication in the Federal Register. Meanwhile, Faber expressed hope that voluntarily publishing flight paths and exit plans in case of a mishap during a rendezvous and docking mission will help smooth the way with regulators. That's certainly a complex issue, and we'll be watching closely to see how it unfolds. Speaking of unfolding stories, the Baltic startup ecosystem is making waves on the global stage, with Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania showcasing impressive growth and investment dynamics. The Baltic Startup Funding Report by Change Ventures and First Pick provides a comprehensive exploration of the funding landscape in these countries. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent from Simply Startups. Indeed, the report offers a detailed look at the startup ecosystem in the Baltics, tracking venture funding news and engaging founders for insights into pre-seed and seed rounds. With data from over 60% of closed rounds in the past 42 months, it provides a nuanced understanding of the region's startup scene. What are some of the key takeaways from this report? The report highlights several key points. Firstly, Estonia is closely following Israel in terms of funded startups per capita, leading Europe. The Baltic states have produced notable unicorns, including Verif, Skype, Bolt, and Wise. Despite a slowdown in pre-seed and seed capital deployment, growth rounds have surged, almost tripling in the second half of 2023, compared to the previous six months. However, Series A rounds remain a substantial hurdle for founders. What about the trends in pre-seed and seed capital deployment? Pre-seed and seed capital deployment is stagnant, with a decrease in the number of pre-seed rounds in the second half of 2023. Investors are becoming more selective, leading to a concentration of funding in mature and less risky startups. There's also a shift in round structures, 
with a decline in equity investment and a rise in convertible notes. How does the report define the role of Lithuania in this ecosystem? Lithuania emerges as a leader in growth capital and growth rounds in the second half of 2023, challenging Estonia's dominance. The total amount raised between Estonia and Lithuania has equalized. As Latvia and Lithuania's early stage activities grow, a more competitive landscape is anticipated, potentially leading to advancements in later funding stages. What does this report tell us about the future of the Baltic startup ecosystem? The report suggests a promising future for the Baltic startup ecosystem. Despite challenges, the region is showing resilience and adaptability. The return of growth rounds, the rise of Lithuania in growth capital, and the emergence of unicorns all point to a vibrant and dynamic ecosystem. However, the report also highlights the need for strategic support at the Series A funding stage, which remains a significant hurdle for founders. That was Simply Startups correspondent James providing us with valuable insights. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Startups. We'll see you back here tomorrow.